All right, so the FA Cup is the most senior cup competition in English football, as you know. And starting in August, every year with amateur clubs and higher levels are slowly filtered in until the third round proper, uh, where the Premier League as well as the Championship big boys enter the fray. Now, Arsenal are the most successful team in the tournament's history and claiming their 13th title back in 2017 and one more than Manchester United. Now, tonight, hey, Chelsea fans. Give me your thoughts as well. 0605842250. That's our WhatsApp voice note number. Uh, There's a lot of pressure on Chelsea. On the manager, Maurizio Sarri, to deliver at Stamford Bridge. Well, he's been left to the brink of the sack, if you want to put it that way. And there's also growing concern among the Chelsea hierarchy after a string of very bad results and also Sarri's relationship with the fans, especially in the wake of him admitting that he does not care what they think after the FA Cup defeat at Manchester United. Now, to give us a bit of insight on what might be happening at Stamford Bridge, uh, we got the former uh, Chelsea winger, a man whose writing I respect and love Pat Nevin, we haven't spoken in a while. Good evening. Good evening. How are you doing, Shah? Very, very well. I would be worried if I was a Chelsea supporter and so are millions around the world. How would you describe the kind of situation now post that match against Manchester United? Well, it's very strange. You mentioned correctly that uh, Maurizio Sarri, uh, he got a rough time from the Chelsea fans. Now, Chelsea fans aren't usually like that. When um, you know Antonio Conte left, he never had the fans turning on him. Even Jose Mourinho, in the darkest times near the end, the Chelsea fans stuck with him for the most part. They stick by their managers. The last manager I had getting a bad time from the fans, really, was um, ABD. That was quite a few years ago. So um, it was a real surprise the other night at the Manchester United game. Even at halftime, the fans were booing. And by the end, they were they were very pointedly having a giving the manager a very tough time. Um, they seem to many of the fans have lost patience purely because he doesn't seem to change anything. He plays the same way all the time. If he makes changes, they're never tactical. They they are only personnel, and that's all fine as long as you know people can see that this club is going forward. There's improvement. The problem is with the results you were talking about there. There hasn't been a great deal of improvement lately. And the score against the 6 0 game, which I was at against Manchester City, that was hard to take. The 2 0 against Manchester United was probably even harder because it was at home against a team that Chelsea fans feel they should definitely be. I said I love your writing, Pat, and I do. And you're usually a very honest man. Should he be sacked? Uh, depends where really you're looking. If you want short-term uh, increases in you know, the team to go and win something between down the end of the season, I don't think he's necessarily the man out with a little chance at you know, the, the, the League Cup or the Carabao Cup against Manchester City and also an outside chance in the Europa League. But if you're going long-term and you're going to stick with the manager, I kind of quite like the way he gets his team to play. I don't think he's got the right players for it yet. But if you're looking at short term, you know, are they going to get top four between now and the end of the season? Do you want adaptability? You're not going to get any of them. So if you want that, which let's be honest about it, Chelsea usually does want short term. They don't really stick by the managers a long time when things are going wrong. Um, but if you're looking at long term, you know, he may actually not be that bad a bet. Mm. But very few managers get long term unless they're winning leagues and cups on the way.
I suppose when I look at the history, and you did make mention of a Jose Mourinho, and we all know how he lost the dressing room. It was early in the season. Uh, there was a bit of a spat with the team doctor back then, and the the players seemed to back her, then the coach, and things just went downhill after that. And we've seen again Jose Mourinho at Manchester United, and again the players decided, well, this is not working for us, especially when you look at the Manchester United that's playing nowadays compared to when they were playing under Jose. Has Sari lost the dressing room? Well, in some games it looks a little bit like that, um, I'll be absolutely honest with you. However, against Manchester United the other night, I would say no. I thought the, the attitude of the players was very good. The work rate was fantastic. They kept on trying to play to his system. Um, they, weren't, they were not as awful as people say they were against Manchester United. They were against Manchester City. They were, they were absolutely taught a lesson in that game. Against United the other night, there was certainly a buy-in from most of the players. And you can usually tell what by watching the players. You're correct. You're absolutely 100% right. Those Manchester United players, they just downed tools when Jose Mourinho was there. And then you saw a massive change. I'm not sure that's the case with these Chelsea players quite yet. I think maybe the fact that he didn't change the team very often that he played the same individuals almost all the time left a number of the performances looking very tired which looks very like a team that's lost interest but when they have been lively when they have been up for it when they have been slightly rested you actually get they seem to be fighting for them so the old phrase has he lost the dressing room I'm not really sure I really couldn't say that's the case yet do they 100% believe in his tactics? Well, I can tell you one thing which is sure. If they keep on losing, they'll stop believing. They'll stop. That is that is crazy. I'm going to ask you to stay on the line. Pat Nevin, uh, joining me all the way from the UK, played for the club. Obviously, a scribe that I respect a great deal because reporting on uh, Chelsea has been one of the things that has been uh, in the corner most and most exciting type of writing as we look at Chelsea as a whole. We'll take some of your questions as well. I'll keep them on until after the break. All right, it's uh, Wednesday. It is a soccer night uh, chatting to Pat Nevin, who is our guest uh, tonight. Just uh, quickly looking at uh, what's been happening on the side of uh, Chelsea. Lots of Chelsea supporters uh, this side of the world. Again, Pat, thank you so much uh, for your patience uh, during that ad break. A lot of people are saying, and I'm, I'm trying to track on social media, saying, ask Pat if he thinks that a guy like Sari is stubborn. That's the word that they're using. Uh, I think you might have alluded to it early on, but is he stubborn? Yes. <laughs> in simple terms, absolutely he's stubborn. He has one method of playing. He doesn't hide the fact that he will not try something else. Now, you can hope all you like for him to change to a different system. You can hope all you like for him to maybe put two big strikers on if you need a late goal. It's not going to happen. He's like Pep Guardiola in that way. He has an idea. He has a method. He feels that if plan A isn't working, there is only one answer. Do plan A better. It's not go to plan B, it's do plan A better. So, yes, he's stubborn, um, and I don't think he would hide that himself. Um, that can be a good thing, and that can be a bad thing as well. You know, if Pep Guardiola wasn't a stubborn manager, you know, the first six months at his time at Manchester City, he might have weakened and he might have changed his belief in playing out from the back, you know, through the defenders. And we might not be watching this wonderful team just now. 
So the, the managers that have got this idea, stubborn doesn't always mean wrong. It often does. And it might well mean wrong this time, but it doesn't always mean wrong. Sure. Unbelievable, because when it came to dealing with the midfield uh, situation, and I thought to myself, if this man who helped Leicester City to win the English Premier League title has a position that he relishes, that he enjoys, and he delivers on, and then you come and you tinker and you tamper with it somewhat, and the results aren't coming your way, Maybe that's how you answer when you talk about stubbornness, because for me, N'Golo Kante is just an exceptional player, but he plays exceptionally in a certain position. He does. Um, very rarely as the middle of a middle three on his own. Um, now, if he does play that position, you know, sometimes he's done it for France. He, he's a very defensive-minded player. He stops the play. He is probably the best I've ever seen. I mean, unbelievably good at reading the play, making tackles, all that sort of stuff. Can he control a game by passing? The answer to that is almost certainly no. Now, if you're going to try and play Sari's style, you, you cannot play, you, you just cannot play Kante there on his own. It will not work. Now, I'm not suggesting for a minute that N'Golo can't play that position as a sitting midfielder, but he's a sitting defensive midfielder, but not someone who will create control games. Kovacic, to some degree, could. Fabregas used to be able to do that. Certainly, Jorginho can do that in certain games as well. But that's not Kante's game. So, in actual fact, yes, you're right. You can stick him back there. But don't try and play Saribol, because you won't be able to, because that's not his style. That's not what he's fantastically good at. So that's the reason why he's been moved off. I'll be honest with you. You know, if I was in, in there and I was manager... I would I would be playing a four two three one, and I would have Kante back there, probably alongside Jorginho or Kovacic, whoever, and play it like that because you know all the danger you have coming through could be snuffed out by Kante playing brilliantly in that position. But doing it on his own and controlling the play is very very difficult. So it sounds technically easy, but in actual fact, it really isn't easy to do that style of play. Oh. Now, I'm going to give you three names. Tell me what you think of these names, uh, Pat. Massimiliano Allegri, Frank Lampard, Zinedine Zidane. Yeah. Well, certainly there's been a lot um, said about Zidane around here. Um, I'm at Chelsea at the moment. Um, and certainly a lot of people are talking about it. Frank Lampard is what every fan, fan would love. But it's very, very early in his career yet. And he's had a decent start at Derby County. But if Frank, who is an absolute you know, legend, doesn't even begin to explain how much love there is for Frank Lampard at the club. And if he came in with a team that's not quite right and it didn't go well, I would hate to see his legacy in some way tarnished. Not spoiled, because you couldn't spoil that legacy, but tarnished slightly. Um, and that's a difficult one. I, I've got a feeling Frank will be the manager at Chelsea within the next, you know, 12 months or 24 months, maybe even less than that. Who knows? Um, but it's a, it's a massive thing to ask. And remember, he would be a rookie manager with only a few months under his belt against the likes of Pep Guardiola with lots more money, against Jurgen Klopp with a settled team, against Pochettino, who's gone and organised his team. It's a massive amount to ask. So you're, you're right to mention those names, and even Allegri as well. The problem is with Chelsea... 
Chelsea have always changed their managers every year or two. And it's made no difference. They keep on winning things. M- many reasons for that. They've chosen good managers all the time and they've replaced them when they needed to. But the other reason is they had at least as much money as everyone else. And that helps. That is no longer the case. Chelsea haven't got the money that other teams have got, particularly Manchester City. They're, they're probably punching it the same way as a Liverpool and going down a little bit from that as well. So you can't bully you away anymore. You need a long manager. So that method that they've had since Roman came in of a new manager every time you need one, going through them the way Real Madrid do, that was fine. I'm not sure that's going to work going into the future. So the next manager they choose, mm. if it doesn't work, Sari is one of the most important decisions in the last 50 years of this club's history. Now, there's a gentleman that sits right next to Sari. Um, he was actually here in South Africa during the World Cup last year. Gianfranco Zola. Is he not even considered? Is he somebody who is not head coach or manager material at Chelsea? He, he's been up and down with his managerial appointments. Um, he's done well some places, less well other places. Um, he's not got a stellar career as a manager. He has a stellar, had a stellar career as a player, and particularly at Chelsea, he's deeply loved. Um, but it was, it's, a, it's a huge amount to ask. I wouldn't be totally shocked if the board decided to give up in Sarri. I wouldn't be shocked if they gave Zola the position for a short period to see how it worked. You know, maybe for a few months or to the end of the season. That wouldn't shock me. Mm. You know, whether well they waited for the one they they actually really wanted. And just like Paul Scholes, if it works, then great. You stick with it. What you have nothing to lose. Um, So I think he is highly rated enough to be given a short-term contract. If the, if the opposition, the opportunity arises. Um, but more than that, I don't think they would bring him in and give him a two- or three-year contract. And I'll be honest with you, I don't think Jim Franco would like that either. I think he would like to see how it went. Incredible. We've been getting so many um, voice notes that have been coming through, but uh, before I release you, let's just hear what South Africans are thinking about Chelsea and, of course, maybe even thinking about our conversation. Um, good evening, Rob. Uh, this is Mpiwe from Soweto. Well, um, with regards to the Chelsea issue, I think what's um, Mauricio, Mauricio Sari is, is actually shooting himself in the foot, um, especially with his uh, I don't care attitude towards the fans. Um, as, a, as, as a manager, you need to win the fans. You need to have the fans by your side. Once you tell the fans that you don't care about them, you've lost the control of the whole team, even the players as well. Um, the Kante position that is playing him on now, it's not its not Kante that we know. Um, I don't know why he's, he still keeps on playing Jorginho. For me, Jorginho personally is overrated um, and he's, he's, he hasn't done anything for Chelsea ever since he came. Hazard is leaving, uh, so obviously he's not going to give his all. So I think Mauricio is shooting himself in the foot with, with, with his bad attitude towards the fans. Hi, bro, Rob. This is Yamgela from Cape Town. You know, this, this sorry guy, Chelsea, Chelsea's manager, I don't think he's good enough for Chelsea. I heard him saying that he won't change his philosophy because of this and that. Guardiola did not change his, but Guardiola was winning. Yeah, he did not win the title in the first season, but you could see what he was trying to do. 
this guy Chelsea, I don't understand whether they're going forward or they're going backward. I don't think it's good enough for Chelsea. I mean, I realize that when he criticized Kande, he changed his role after that he criticized. How do we criticize Kande? Kande is one of the best midfielders in the world. He works so hard. You criticize him? Come on, Rob. This guy, you won't make it at Chelsea. You won't make it at all. Thank you so much. Hello, Rob. You are speaking to Kwanel and Town in East London. Rob, I really don't see Chelsea going anywhere to this cup. You know, when I look at the last three games that they played, they play um, Man City, they were defeated 6 0, and then play Manchester, beaten 2 0. I really don't see Chelsea. This season is not their season. Not at all. That is not their season. All right. I mean, it, it might have been three voice notes, uh, Pat, but it's overwhelming writing them off. Do you think that the Carabao Cup final against Man City uh, will be the main decider in terms of whether he stays or goes? No, I don't. Oddly enough, I think you will find out about his future after the game against Spurs. Um, so Chelsea have got a game tomorrow night here at Stamford Bridge against Malmo and the Europa League, they've got the the final against uh, Manchester City. Now, as long as that's not, you know, another 6-0, I think he'll survive until at least um, the game against Spurs on the Wednesday night following that. Now, I'm going to be all three of those games. And if Chelsea, you know, I suspect they'll win against Malmo, that's no problem. But if they're well beaten against, you know, the against Manchester City and they do not win the game against Spurs, I think that could be a very, very an interesting time for the board to make a decision. And I'll give you a very good reason for that. Remember what happened with Jose Mourinho at Manchester United. Mm. He played all the big games, all the tough games, and then they let him go, got rid of him, just before what was basically a run of fairly easy games. Now, if you have a look at what happens to Chelsea's fixture list after the Spurs game, there's a big run of games where whoever the manager is will probably have a quite good run. And if it was a new guy, say if it was you know, Lampard or, or even Zola or Zidane, they've got five, six, seven games where they might have a lovely little start to their Chelsea career. And that is always a massive temptation when you're bringing in a new manager. Give them a real help at the start and that might help the team you know, bolster their confidence especially if you've made the decision to get rid of the current one. Don't get rid of them too early. Wait to the right time. Now, I'm not 100% sure that's going to happen, but it wouldn't shock me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as you know, that when it comes to cleaning up the business, uh, and I fully agree with you, Pat, though, that you've got to do the clean business. When the coach goes, everything's going to be Mm -hmm. finalized. And and with, uh, with Conte, there was some outstanding stuff. That is why it, it seems like he hasn't been able to move on to the next phase of his coaching uh, career. From your understanding, is, is everything been sorted out between the admin of Chelsea as well as Coach Conte? You know, it's, it's a big thing. It's just disappeared. That My last understanding of it was no one seemed to be complaining. Everyone seemed very hard, ha- happy with it. Yeah. I do know that Antonio Conte was given a few offers and I mean very, very big offers um, after he left Chelsea that he would have been able to take. But the stumbling box block was actually his demands, what he wanted to bring. Not saying he wanted too much money, but what he wanted in levels of control. 
He had limited control in his time at Chelsea. He doesn't want that to happen again. So the thing that's holding Conte back it isn't actually the purse strings at Chelsea and the legals at Chelsea. It's almost certainly that he wants to make sure that his next deal that he takes suits him perfectly. I hope I pray for all good to happen, Pat Nevin, uh, to Chelsea. I'm not too sure about the future, though, of the coach. Uh, but whatever it is, for the next three games, as you pointed out, everything of the best. And once again, great to hear your voice on South African Radio and a great of you to join us on MSW right here, yes. back at home in Johannesburg. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. And by the way, I thought your callers were fantastic. Thank you so much, Pat. Really appreciate it. Chat soon. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, Pat Nevin, the former Chelsea winger, joining us on the line. Yeah, you must read this man. Stuff. My goodness. People are talented in different ways. Well, he certainly has it. Information from within the camp. That's why we decided to just maybe hold on to him for a little bit longer uh, because we don't get that opportunity every day. All right, still to come, though, on the show, uh, I do believe that uh, TTM Chakuma have themselves a brand-new coach. He's going to be chatting to us right here on the show. What about Tade, eh? the new Sundowns striker? Hey. He's also agreed to have a conversation with us. You know, there's just a whole lot of everything on the show today. It is a busy show. And of course, Prince is around. So when Prince is around, you know that we are going to get to know of a brand new player that you and I probably don't know about.